The shout out show, the shout out show. Get your good time going on the shout out show. The shout out show, the shout out show. With Aisha and Sophia, it's the shout out show. Well, hello and welcome to the shout out show where we spread the word about the things that we dig. I'm Aisha Alpha. And I'm Sophia Zolan, and today our show's theme is Black Love. And when you put those two things together, let me tell you what you get. You get yourself our guest. It's Paul D. Lewis. We love him, and he happens to be a delicious, sexual chocolate black man. Um, is that you too much? It. Is that it's too much? There's <laughs> um, no stripper name, Black Love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you will recognize Rawl from many things, doing stand-up, being a writer, being an actor. Um, but the thing that he gets recognized the most on the streets for is a Uh-oh. little movie you may have heard yeah. called Cool Runnings. Um, Here we go. <laughs> I know. I was like, can, can I just tell the quick story about, I've known Rawl, like, you're like my first friend in Los Angeles. And I, we met at a comedy festival. And then when I came back down and did all these kinds of like came to LA, we were out one time and someone's like, oh my God, it's the guy from Cool Runnings. And you took a photo with him. And afterwards I was like, oh my gosh, can you believe that person thought you were from Cool Runnings? And I had known you for like, <laughs> I think like a couple of years at that point. And then you were like, uh, Aisha, I am the guy from Cool Runnings. <laughs> and you're like, no, I, I know. I was just, I was, I was saying like, what if? <laughs> it was very embarrassing. And then I was like, oh man. Sometimes, uh, yep. sometimes people get mad at me because I've never told them. Because for me, in my mind, it was so long ago. And yeah. like, I had actually had a friend I've known him for five years, and he was like, "This guy's an idiot. He <laughs> thinks he's from Cool Run. He did the same thing." And I was like, "Yeah, hey, I gotta tell you, I'm actually like, <laughs> like I'm I love like, how serious the conversation gets. <laughs> hey, man, I know I never told you before. We've known each other for a long time. <laughs> like, it's so. But it's funny because it's so weird that like when I looked back at Cool Run, like the poster and stuff, I'm like, I don't know what deal you made with the devil, but like you have not aged, so it's not even like I should be like, oh, well, I didn't recognize you because you look exactly. <laughs> Exactly the same mm-hmm. as you did. And when did that come out? Ninety, like early ninety. Like ninety three. Ninety three. Wow. Mm-hmm. I was, I was 10. Telling- I was ten years old, and um, I got. This- <laughs> <laughs> I was not even born yet, so. <laughs> Weird. Oh, That's awesome. Yeah. I was telling Aisha how I somehow like hadn't seen it for so long like i just saw it for the first time like five years ago mm-hmm. and i don't know why i was like convinced there was a cool runnings too i was like i can't wait to see the next one and everybody was like there's not a cool runnings too and i was like yeah there is you guys are idiots right? <laughs> it wasn't but there should be i know right shoot man <laughs> I'm, I'm just as bummed as you are <laughs> you gotta make well, one Get together i know maybe this one will, i should make know. the geriatric version we're all like putting on ointment ben gay before we try to bobsled it's just you guys doing like wintertime sledding down a hill like yeah Yeah. (laughs) slowly slowly going down the the bunny slope um i love it well i know that we have a lot to get through because we have a lot of positive things to shout out and a lot of uh stuff to go through so i think we should just jump right in black love in mind black love um why don't i why don't i kick it all off um the first shout out that i have is a, a it's a cream called kiki cream but they're just so you know, and if you're gonna, we're gonna put the information in the. I'm pointing right now. We're gonna put the information. <laughs> <in> the, <laughs> they can hear me pointing. Yeah. Um, uh, caption. Down here. Yeah. 
<laughs> but when you, if you go to look it up, make sure you look up the correct Kiki cream. It's K I K I K R E M E. Because yeah. I was like, I love, I love Kiki cream. Like I have it right mm-hmm. here with me right now, right? Like it's right there. But I um, went to go look up Kiki cream and spelled it. I knew it was a K K R E A M. That's a porn star. Kiki Cream is a porn star. <laughs> I was going to say nice. that as soon as you were like, yeah, sounds like it would be. Yeah. So the, the lotion, it's an amazing, like, it's all natural products. And I feel like we're all like, you probably have all these ingredients at your house, but it's like cocoa butter, shea butter, like these things. Yeah, I do. It's like, it's yeah. like black 101. You get ahead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's and like- it's made by a local black woman here. And I love it. I was like, it's so good, but it's like good mm. for like, when I was pregnant, I use it on my belly. I use it in my hair. Use it on my face. You can put it in a bath. It's just, yeah, it's amazing. Stuff. And Drake does a song about it, right? Kiki, about- <laughs> are you in? And you love me? And you never lonely. <laughs> it sounds like none of us know the song. <laughs> like we're all on like different melodies and <laughs> like what song is that? Uh, <laughs> um, it's like every Drake song. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's yeah. like he's bare- just about on tears at all times, and then he like gets real tough and like raps a little bit, and then that's right, yeah. right. I like how he talks about like being from like he'll take people out like in Toronto. Isn't that is that a thing in Toronto where people that are, he'll like, take people out? Yeah, you like you know you step to me and you like like I'm from the six or whatever. He goes to- <laughs> Here's the thing. Toronto does have like, you know, really tough areas and like, you know, lots of stuff going on as far as, I mean, not the same to Canada in general doesn't have that to the same extent that America does. Mm. But even having said that, I'm not sure that Drake's part of that. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Right, right, right. I think he wasn't really in that, that scene, but he, I think he likes to think he's a part of that a little more than he was. No offense, no shade to Drake, but you know, he was on a TV show when he was in TV. I was going to say. Weren't you on Degrassi? I was. After Drake was was off because everyone's like, do you know Drake? And I was like, no, we were not at the same time. You're like, well, I don't want to know you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Um, yeah. Well, maybe in between scenes, like the the grassy, he was just, you know, busting caps. (laughs) 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 Then they're like, okay, rolling. He's like, all right, you guys stay right there because I'm coming back for you. Anyways. You wait till I finish the scene, fool. (laughs) (laughs) You know, his character was shot in Degrassi. That's why he was in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah. He was portraying yeah. it in his art. He's like, his I know art. what this is about. Yeah. Hmm. I actually never saw, saw the grassy, except for your episodes. Don't you dare <laughs> lie to our faces right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I didn't watch. I watched Degrassi back in the day, as every young Canadian person did at the time, because it was like. But Degrassi back in the day used to be like real people. Like everyone had blemishes and yes. was like you know, chubby and frizzy hair. Mm-hmm. And then now all the. All the actors are so beautiful and Degrassi. Is it still on? Yeah, it's still, I don't know if it's still still on, but it was up until like recently. Netflix wow. bought it. Like it was, it's oh. one of the longest running Canadian shows. Oh, wow. Maybe content, no big deal, eh? Um, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I love Degrassi and I got into it like way later in life also. Who, did I have a youth? <laughs> like I keep on being like, yeah, I just found out of this thing five years ago. I, <laughs> I just saw um, cool runs yesterday. Yeah, I'm like, am I in a coma? What happened? Um, but I, and I agree. I really like that they showed like very real looking kids at that time. Yeah. Well, apparently yeah. Aaron Spelling tried to buy it. And then the Canadian like people were like, this is the only thing we have back then. 
<laughs> and so they wouldn't give it up. And so then he made um, 90210 instead. Oh, oh. Which and is complete opposite. It's like they, you go from kids that actually look like their age to like 30-year-olds right. playing high schoolers that yeah. are like It's like the airbrushed, airbrushed yeah. degrassi. Yeah. Um, well, I guess my next shout out is, um, Leslie Jones. Oh my Um, gosh. I know. I, okay. So first of all, we all love Leslie Jones. Like she's amazing. I mean, but especially her Instagram, do you guys follow her on Instagram? Yes. Okay. Her, like we already know she's like the, the best at, um, reacting to content like there was that whole thing when game of thrones was on her reacting to it was like but now like her reacting to the news is my favorite thing <laughs> um, and especially around the elections it was just this like frenetic energy of her just being like where's steve like she was just like freaking out if anybody different than the norm was on and now what i love is that it's mainly her reacting to every all the newscasters like background because they're all working from home so mm-hmm. she's just like that's too many candles. I don't know. That's too many candles. What do you guys yeah. think? <laughs> or she's like, what are those in the background? Is that cassette tapes? Huh? Are those motivational tapes? It's so funny. I saw one where she was like, there was someone, and it was true. It was so distracting. They had like um, a set of drawers behind them, and one drawer was partially open. And she's oh, like, no. what is in the drawer? She's like, close the drawer. Did you have to, have to brush your hair real quick? And then they told you you were on and you threw it. Like she just went off. It was so yes. funny. She's I was so like, good. honestly, they need to make. I don't know. Like, I want like a mystery science theater esque show, but it's just her reacting to anything, <laughs> anything on TV. I would watch yeah. that. Yeah, uh, that's so uh, awesome. Such an attention for detail, though. Like to pick out like the little drawer, the little like, wait, what's that going on? <laughs> and just yeah, yeah, I know. And then, like, there was one. I can just bring up all the ones she says, but she like did a whole separate Instagram post of her like zooming into something on a mantle. Cause it was like a photo and she was like, who's in that photo? But it was like, I don't know. Just like the, she, like how obsessive she can get about it. I love it. I'm so here for it. They should make like um, a detective movie. Oh yeah. But she's just a detective who is not really like subtle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's like, what is that? Is that a movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would watch that for sure. Oh, my God. That would be so cool. But I feel like you'd be good at that too, Aisha. <laughs> yeah. I that's a big compliment because I feel like um so when I'm I feel like when I'm like at home and stuff, I'm always like being ridiculous and like pointing out like the small stuff. But mm. then I'm like, I think that maybe it annoys Josh, my husband. So I think that I'm like, maybe I'm a horrible person and I should just stop <laughs> doing this. Like if he says a word wrong, I like go off on a tangent about how like that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. And then I won't drop it. I'll use that word wrong for like three days. One time he read in this Elmo book we have for our kid. He wrote, where do you get a fruit? And like, that doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, why are you teaching our kid how to speak poor English? And then now every time I read the book, I'm like, where do you get a fruit? And Josh gives me devil eyes from across the room (laughs) every single day. And it gives me so much joy in my little cold heart. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So are you like a stickler for like thing inconsistencies, like words being off? I get hung up on it. And it like, even if it's something like I should be, I'm like at a funeral and someone's like, oh, we're so frustrated. I'm like, frustrated? That's not oh the word. God. I can't move on right now. You <laughs> but you don't interrupt the eulogy. Like, excuse me, sir. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Can we just all get our it's attention on frustrated, frustrated over here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I know that Nana would not be happy. In fact, she'd be frustrated <laughs> with your use of that word. But I have to say, sometimes being on the opposite end, like I feel like there have been times, I don't know, where you'll call something out. It's not to me though, and it's still it's very funny. <laughs> like I would have like maybe let it slide, but you, I like that you call it out. It's funny. <laughs> I like when it happens to other people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's basically what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think I ever, I just correct things in my head, so I never correct yeah. people. Like people, I have had a, a friend who's gotten my name wrong for years. Called what did, me what Raleigh. Call Raleigh. Raleigh. <laughs> and I didn't correct him. And then they got mad at me later on because one of my friends couldn't take it anymore. His, his, God damn it, his name is Raleigh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, said, and then, and then that friend was like, "Well, how come you never told me? I've been saying it wrong for years." I go, "Hey, you know what? <laughs> That's totally you. Like, you wouldn't correct someone. You'd be totally fine." I'm like the person who's like, "Okay, so Aisha, Aisha, yeah, no, Aisha. Okay, I almost we got it." And I'm like, "Forever." Yeah, but you're like from the diaphragm. I do know that when somebody is like a friend, a true friend, because they will correct other people on my name. And that for me is like, I'm like, oh, now you in. Now you're in the circle, you know? Also, I love, I just want to like be in the brain of your friend that got so frustrated because the fact that he could be like, God damn it. Like (laughs) he's been simmering this whole time. Like why doesn't he tell him it's not Raleigh? (laughs) Well, it's funny because people do that with me all the time because uh, like, like the cool running things we were talking about earlier. Like I never tell people because like it doesn't, I don't even think about it. Yeah. But my friends will be like, uh, like, yeah, so you're inactive. Somebody will say that. And I'll say, yeah. And I won't. I was like, yeah. And then I won't say, like, God damn it. He was in Cool Run. <laughs> <laughs> like, they can't just tell him, Raul. Just <gasps> tell him. <laughs> yeah, because it's funny. It's like you, I, not that you're not proud. I think you're very proud of it. But, like, you don't, that, that's not the card you lead with. Exactly. Whereas I think a lot of people hold on to the biggest known mm-hmm. thing that they've ever done. And that's the mm-hmm. card they lead with. And I think it just goes to show that you are like this wonderfully creative and talented, humble person who is constantly making stuff. So you're always like, yeah, but I'm doing this thing now. Like, here's this other See, thing. That was, that was a whole lead up to get you to say that. <laughs> Listen, Raleigh. Okay, let's just call our <laughs> Raleigh. Uh, no, I mean, I don't even know what to shout out first. Wait, but I, sh- I was going to shout out. Like is that is that part of the theme? <laughs> like shrine? Well, it can be because you're black and you love it. Black love, bang bang boom. <laughs> and also, the guy's kind of black. <laughs> <laughs> Who did? What's his name? Sudo. Paramahansa Yogananda. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Paramahansa. No, I just love that. Okay, okay, so here's I just love that place, Lake Shrine, and I have to tell people about it because LA is so crazy. Mm-hmm. LA is like, I mean, you know, show business, right? It gets a little. But that place, it's like it's almost like going to some uh, place that's not even L.A. It's like another dimension. And you get there. All of a sudden, you're like, ah, pap, pap, get out the way. And you get in there, and it's like, everything Mm -hmm. settles down. And I see a lot of black people there for some reason. Really? Speaking of black love. (laughs) But honestly, it surprises me because I feel like that kind of – Especially in LA, this idea of the lake shrine where you do meditation and do these things like that's mm-hmm. not like typically um, like a black setup. 
because yeah. you know i don't know maybe that sounds in a wheelhouse you mean <laughs> yeah well i don't know <laughs> i think more and more now but like maybe black women but i wouldn't imagine like it for me it doesn't like strike me as like black male energy necessarily like right well that's what we need energy. that's why we need it totally. you know but but I think the thing is it's 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 uh, it represents something different for everyone. Yeah. Like you go in there, some people go, yeah. Like I've seen people go, yeah, man, I just come in here to clear my hair, bro. <laughs> you know, like, and then you hear people like, yeah, I see it. Like I came to like work on my chakras. No. Yeah. So you everyone totally. has a different thing about it, but it's just a peaceful. It sort of slows down the energy of just totally. being hustle, hustle, hustle. What's my next thing? I didn't get that call back. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. You it's know. also like crazy, like going because it's like what is it? None. I almost said it's in Miami. No, it's in Malibu, <laughs> um, right? Isn't it in Malibu? Isn't that like kind of? Yeah, crazy? it's it's kind of like uh, Pacific Palisades. It's right, right. Down okay. PCH, you turn on sunset off a of sunset, like the end of sunset. Yeah, and but it's just there. crazy that you have like that busyness, and then you like go into it, and it's like exactly like how are like, like we totally escape that energy that like like you said chaotic energy. I I also feel like. Um, for me, it's, a, it's such a touchstone because I remember going there a little bit after my dad passed away and I was like, mm-hmm. it felt so like healing, like the mm-hmm. like the water. There's like an energy there that really feels um, healing. Like, yeah. And I think that's what the guy wanted to create. And I kind of would like mm-hmm. to create that in my home. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to build a home like that when people, no matter what what's going on outside, people come inside and like, yeah, this, yeah. You're, sa- you're safe here. <laughs> yeah, is that why you have what a kiddie you- pool in the middle of your living room? You're like, this is the lake. <laughs> so. Got to start somewhere. <laughs> six, six, slowly, slowly, slowly building. It. <laughs> yeah, what are some things that you would do to your home to to get that vibe? Do you um, do you mess with sage? I only mess with sage. sage. As as Aisha knows, like people stay at my house a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was one of them. Yes. (laughs) And if someone stays in the like every now, most of the time, ninety percent of the time, it's people that I already kind of vibe with. Like I know, like I don't bring anybody into my home if they're like all kind of crazy. But every now and then, it's more of the people I've slept with. I like how you're like, it's, you know, there's mostly it's people who I know and like and respect and trust. And then there's the people I sleep with. <laughs> they praise <laughs> Well, every now and then I've made some bad choices, like, man, and then I'll sage the place afterwards. <laughs> like, that was crazy. <laughs> You got to get up in those corners. That's where the evil spirits yeah. lie. Oh, that, that's like a, a thing for after they leave and also during sex. Make sure you get up in those corners. Do not leave yeah. in that corner unattended. Yeah. Hit the corners. Yeah. <laughs> I should. That should be a class. I should learn about that. Maybe most guys don't know. I was like, you know, these guys just don't know about hitting the corners. <laughs> in the class, there should also be like some dancing, where it's just like, okay, now this will help you practice hitting the corners and the other, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right, to the left, to the right. <laughs> now stop. Slide. Slide. Sex moves coming. I was thinking. <laughs> I actually think. Speaking of black, I feel like there there should be a class. I feel like women should teach a class to like. Most guys, I would take that class. Like how to have sex or how to like no. go down or how to, <laughs> yeah. I want like to all of the above. <laughs> yeah. Like all of the above. Like you, you kind of learn trial and error where the girl goes, okay, no, no, no. You know what? Just stop. 
this is inside into Rawls' sex life right now. Yeah. Like, I mean, not me. Just... Yeah. <laughs> the problem with that, not the problem, but the thing to think about is that every woman is different. And so with like right. every woman, like it kind of feels like you should, um, instead of speed dating, maybe instead what you do is you have like quick like TED Talks from women about like how to please them. And then if that's one of your oh. skills, then you're like, you and I will get along. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? I thought she meant like speed six. <laughs> no, no, come on, come on. <laughs> just the assembly line of people. next yeah <laughs> no i think but i think there's some like uh like peripheral do's and don'ts that people guys probably don't even know not not me like i'm good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i just mean like other dudes like, I like i'm I can't imagine there's, I mean, maybe there is, but there's women that are like, I love the sledgehammer. <laughs> like, Wait, but there are, like, this is what I'm saying. I will have to disagree <laughs> because I feel like we all think, or we said, because like maybe the sledgehammer move or like daggering or like slapping or whatever, this kind of thing. Daggering. Doing, doing these different things. Oh, daggering. Oh my God. Look oh, it up. Jamaican look dance. Look it up. Oh boy. Oh, <laughs> get, first of all, this is crazy. Crying and also so like your your vibrator ready because you don't know where you're going to go on it. I think that there are lots of people actually who like things that we would be like, well, obviously no one likes this. And so I feel like it's dangerous almost to say that there's these things that are sort of the universal rules for sex or sensuality for um, people in general. Just putting that out there. Just putting that out there. Because I feel like some everybody's into something. Mm -hmm. There's always somebody into something. Totally. I'm very wise. (laughs) That's That's pretty deep. That's like Nietzsche. There's always always somebody into something. Wow. Write it down. I think it, it was yeah. Sophia Zolan that said, "There's always somebody into something." That's gonna be on my my tombstone. Yeah, yeah, that's my legacy right there, you guys. It's kind of deep, though. I mean, it's in its simplicity, it's kind of deep. It's layered, you know. That's true. Okay, so there won't be a class. Maybe it's about your instincts, and and maybe the class should be about how to connect. Because maybe yeah. we, mm-hmm. once you connect, yes. then. Yes. Then it gets erect. No, no. I agree with that, that there's something about like connecting and being honest with yourself and honest with others that really can like take away all this anxiety because I feel mm-hmm. like, like we all yeah. have our own self-conscious stuff or like, you know, I don't like this part of my body or I don't like this part of my personality or I'm ashamed of this thing I did. And so if we can just like, imagine if you could just walk up to people that you really liked and like tell them your deepest, darkest, worst mm-hmm. secrets. And they were like, okay, cool. And here's mine. And then you'd have mm-hmm. like only up to go. So it would be like this positive, joyful experience of like honesty. Maybe. Or you'd be scared to death. Like, <laughs> <laughs> some people, <laughs> you're just assuming everyone has a semi-safe secret. Like yeah, I'm like, one time I accidentally ran over a dog and like felt horrible. The person's like, great. I kill people. Oh <laughs> You're like, ah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yikes, yikes, yikes. Let's go back. Uh, let's go back to not talking to each other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, huh. so I'm I just trying that. to learn. I'm just trying to learn more for the ladies. <laughs> well, you have to learn for you. You can't. That's got to be your motivation is learning for you. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> it's the ladies I need it. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm going to do my now. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, 
So this is the, I've shouted them out before, actually, this shout out. They are two women who have um, an Instagram called hashtag booked. And I don't know if you follow them all, but I know Sophia, you, I've shouted them out so you know who they are, mm-hmm. but it's Lenisa Frederick and Danielle, Danielle Pinnock. And they're two fabulous black ladies who are actors, theater and um, TV and film. And they're just so, they do like sketches about like being an actor and being a black actor and being a black female actor in LA and in New York and in theater and in film Mm. and TV. And they're so funny and they're so true. There was one great sketch they did where they were acting out like being in an Uber going to an audition. And we've all been there where you're like trying to learn your lines really quickly. And the person's like, so what do you do? What do you do with that? I just have an audition going over lines. And she's like, you're an actor. You should, you should call SNL and see if you can get on SNL. And then Danielle Pinot was playing the actor in the back, just like opened the door and jumped out of a moving car. And and she's just like rolling down the street, like log rolling. It was so funny. But they're just like the epitome of like total black sisterhood of like support and love mm-hmm. and truth and honesty and joy. And yeah, I just like, I can't get enough. They're so funny. And they just started a talk show called Intermission where they do like interviews with people um, in a theater, but it's just like about their lives and about everything. And it's, they're just, they're phenomenal. Um, so I just really want, I'm like, that's like the thing. That's the thing I feel like we're all searching for in some way or another is to have that connection and the joy totally. and like the super like champion pride yes. sisterhood yes. or brotherhood or whatever you know person uh, yes. so the connection theme again connection yeah. erection baby yeah. connection <laughs> <laughs> and i mean that in the most like erect minds erect body. <laughs> I mean that in the most lewd way, really. I want you to teach a class like at the Lake Shrine where it's just called the erect mind. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Hear me out. Okay, we could get, I probably could get away with it. Too. Yeah, you could, but that smile, come on, give me a break. All you have to do is smile. We were talking about this once, how you could say the creepiest shit. Like you could be like, I killed a, a person yeah. by ripping their heart out through their, their vagina. Uh-huh. And someone would be like, huh? And then you'd smile and they'd be like, oh, Raul, you crazy cat, you. But I don't know if I agree with you. 100%. I agree with you. 100%. This is the second time I just brought up killing someone and I'm like, what do you have yeah. to kill? <laughs> you, know, you know, you guys, we should all just be honest with each other, you know? Like, <laughs> I have like, never killed a person or an animal. Yeah. Maybe an insect, but you know nothing, nothing. Yeah, I used to not eat meat because when I was a kid in Trinidad, they killed my pet chicken. (laughs) Wait, you had a pet chicken? Yeah, I became. How did that work? Did you pet it? I feel like chickens like claw at people all the time. This seems like a real harsh. uh, (laughs) No, (laughs) Stacy. Oh my god! Uh, Yes. That's the best freaking like, name. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, hey. <laughs> 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 She's crazy. Stacy crazy. She a chicken, but she make a rooster sound but she didn't the rooster right. <laughs> Sophia made a get it was a ghetto chicken. <laughs> Oh, sassy chicken. 
<laughs> no, Stacy was with, like good. the crazy hair and stuff that actually looks sassy. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, no. They're like no. breeds of chickens. Like, like, like a oh, like a style of chicken. Like yeah, a, I, I don't know if they're chickens or roosters, but they're like it's like a dog show, but for chickens, and they have like crazy plumage, and they like look around and their hair is like shaking and stuff. It's amazing. Oh they're like God, coiffed, to... they're like groomed. Oh yeah, they're like full on. Chicken. Those chickens aren't walking around in a yard. I'll tell you what, they're like sitting this on the thing. There's some something for so- somebody. Whatever I said before, <laughs> but like the, everybody's where I'm like, it was like <laughs> what like weird little nuanced li- lives there are out there. You know, like I never knew there was like a chicken. What like a hair show for chickens? Like a best anyway. in show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but for show. chickens. Yeah. I wonder if they ever eat those. Oh, like when the chicken's past its prime. Mm. <laughs> so, so sad. You're dressed up. You're like parading around and then saying, they're like, okay, your time's done. Come here. <laughs> I'm going to make a sad. chicken finger out of you. <laughs> <laughs> to the nugget factory. That's what they go afterwards. Oh, what a waste after um, all that to send that chicken to a nugget factory. Oh, man. I want wow. my nuggets made out of the chickens that are like, you know, one eye missing. And like, one <laughs> like put me out of my misery. <laughs> Uh, um, I was going to say, though, to circle back to hashtag book, the one thing I do also love about their Instagram is just I just think it's like um, as women, I don't know, I feel like a lot of us have been ingrained not to support each other or lift each other up or like, you know, it's a very small space for us. So Mm. it's very I don't know. It's very I love the energy that they put out there. Yeah. They point space for all. Yeah. Space for all. Space for all. all. Um, okay, okay, so my next shout out is um, there's a podcast called Sibling Rivalry. It's with drag queens. You know this? Do you know this podcast? No, I just love the name. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so I'm a huge drag fan. I love RuPaul's Drag Race so much. Mm-hmm. And Sibling Rivalry is with two of the uh, two past winning drag queens, Bob the Drag Queen who was um, winner of season eight, I think, and Monet Exchange, who won All-Stars season four. And they've been doing, they're like queens from New York, so they've known each other forever. And they, like, Sibling Rivalry is so, um, such a good name for their show because I've never seen or heard friends that are more like siblings. Mm. Like, there are times where they, like, are loving each other, and then sometimes I'm like, are they mad at each other? Because they keep on being like, no, Bob, you know what? You've lost your your edge. You know, you you, you let things get to your head. Like, they just get, go in on each other. And they'll, like, <laughs> I love how they, like, dissect each other. Like, um, one recent episode, they frequently uh, are like, wait, how do you say this? Like, wait, how do you say influencer? I say influencer no it's influencer like it's just those kind of conversations that you have with your siblings <laughs> over and over again yeah it's super funny like I, the, the, the thing aisha would make fun of someone for for not saying right <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> you know what's funny i do pronounce things weirdly though so maybe that's why i'm such a stickler for pronunciations influencer like influencer yeah influencer yeah. influencer ask axe a whole other word uh. <laughs> let me ask you this down um i yeah i it's so funny because like this whole sibling rivalry thing i i have a sibling and we <clears throat> were like arch nemesis arch nemeses when we were growing up but it was the kind of thing where it's like we would like fight like cats and dogs and then if anyone said anything about me, he would be like, what'd you say about my sister? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But 
we still never had this relationship like that where you could be honest and be like, call people out on stuff. Because if I did, he would just like beat me up. So it was never like mm-hmm. an actual rivalry. It was just like me being like, you stink and like running away from him. And there was no discussion or conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Survival. That's yeah. funny. Oh, sorry. I was going to say what you just said there is how I describe to people um, why black people say the N word to each other. Mm. And it's cool. But like when someone else does it, oh yeah, yeah it's yeah. kind of like yeah, a, it's yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. what you just described. It's like it's in the same family, so like yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. could kind of like mess with each other, and but when someone else says it, it's like whoa, we're all yeah. together in this. But if you yeah, yeah, it's like I don't know how you mean it either. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's some, somebody else. If you're a white person, you come and you're like, hey, my nigga, you're like, wait, yeah, do you uh, mean excuse me? Are you part of us? Especially hard R and no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know Rob, do you have any siblings? Yeah, I have. I'm the youngest. I'm the the baby, the, the baby oh. as they say. And uh, everyone else is a, a lot older than me. So I'm like, and I'm the only one in show business. They all have like regular jobs and they went into the military, that kind of stuff. So I'm kind of like, I'm sister? out there. Yeah, I have uh, two brothers and one sister. My sister and I are very close. Mm. And uh, we're like, and everyone else is jealous of how close we are because we're like, <laughs> we we have each other's back no matter what. And and they're like, well, and my, even the other day, my brother just said that to my sister. Well, I'll never be as close to you as you and Raul are to each other. My, my sister goes, no, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> like that is correct. See, though. that's the kind of like honesty though that I love with siblings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's no. it, it's really cool though because. Um, uh, I, but it's but I'm going through this weird existential thing where I feel like I've I, my siblings your siblings are close because it's really cool when you're close because even if you they weren't your family member mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I feel like my sister would be my friend even if we weren't born in the same house but yeah. I'm not sure about my <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like and then I started to think like wow we just have this thing where we feel like we have to be close because of your family but. I feel like I've created like moving to Hollywood. I feel like I've created like certain like external siblings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean, like friends that I kind of like. I take a bullet for. Mm-hmm. You know, not Thank it's you. not a lot Thank of you them. You're all for saying that I'm your friend. You take a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, right. yeah. <laughs> there's something about that like chosen family thing though that I think oh, that's often. Sure. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it happens when you stay in the same place you've grown up, but often if you leave that comfort zone and Mm -hmm. especially if you're in a place where a lot of people have left that comfort zone, like LA, then I think Mm -hmm. there's, you're looking for your quote unquote tribe, you know, like who are Mm -hmm. these people who can be close to me, my family that I can count on and like be myself around because you don't have your family to fall back on. Even if you don't get along with your family, there's just... You know, like there's always the security of family. Your family is always going to be there whether you like them or not right. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that with my I've, my sister and I are complete opposites. Um, and we've always been that way. And she's kind of opposite of what you said about your sister. Like, I don't think we would have been friends if we were related. <laughs> like, so different. But we do have like a common like sense of humor a lot of times. Like once you like kind of get down to it, there's like a commonality there that I think, like you said, I guess with family, but um yeah, I think it is something about getting older where you realize you don't necessarily have to just like conform to certain things just yeah. because they're yeah. your family and that you have to like set up certain boundaries, even though that's, I don't know. It's super, t- I think that around this time too, where it's like holiday season, I mean, this year it's different because I mean, nobody can see anybody anyway, but 
where you start to think like, I have to go home for the holidays or I have to see my family. It's like this must, must, must. But yeah. also it's like, yeah, I don't have to. I'm an adult. I can choose. But also, like, I don't know if I was like, yeah, I'm not coming home this year for the holidays. My parents would be like, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't compute. You are coming mm. home. Like, there's no option. You can't right, just right. choose not to have mm-hmm. us, you know? <laughs> so there's the, yeah, there's a couple, I don't know. I think it's like you definitely, as you get older, you realize you can choose more stuff, but you can't choose, you can't yeah. unchoose your family, really. They're always going to be there. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Legally, they will know. <laughs> People are like, that's your family. Yeah. You have to take responsibility for that. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's interesting. I was trying to figure out how to unchoose them. How do you turn this up? Family edition yeah. where you yeah. can unfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's also so weird. Like, I don't know. I feel like whenever I see family, I just revert back to being 11 years old, but yeah. I'm also not 11 years old. So there's just like this dynamic, but they treat me like I'm 11 years old and I'm like, I'm an old woman, damn it. <laughs> right, right. I'm, I'm a grown person. Yeah, I'm a grown up man. I like pay for bills and shit. <laughs> I'm gonna go sulk in my room because you don't believe. Yeah, me. Don't, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that happens to me too because a lot of my friends sometimes they come to me for advice and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, or for some reason they t- they take my advice. But my brothers, because they're all older, they'll do some of the dumbest things, and I'll just make a a comment, and they're like, wow, well, what do you know? Like, they still see me as their, like, little brother. Yeah, yeah. So I can never give them any wisdom mm-hmm. <laughs> at all. Yeah, yeah. Even if, even if they end up quoting it later, they're like, well, you know, I learned it. I was like, I said that to you. <laughs> well, I must have read it <laughs> yeah. in a book, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of times your brothers have said, connection, erection. I mean, if I could have a dime, every time I said it, um, should we get on to your uh, to your mantra? Because I know that you have to you have to go soon. You got Rawls got. Oh, I had another today. shout out. You have another shout out. Let's hear it. Oh, you did too. Okay. Yeah, it. because he, because you reminded my friend my friend Dilo, um, uh, who is um, a performer and does a lot of stage. Dilo is uh, I I knew Dilo when he was a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Explain. <laughs> No, Dilo's Dilo's trans. Okay, and he, that's and a, he, that's a great intro for someone like you knew me when I was a lesbian. <laughs> like that's funny. That's a great. Intro. I've said that to him, and he just looks at me like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Like uh, anyway, but so Dilo has a show called uh, "To Tea or Not to Tea," and it was and it's it was like one of the best one person shows I've ever seen Ooh. about about him going going through the transition. And I think the T stands for testosterone, and mm. and mm. then he he did he did this whole thing about what testosterone, what uh, over uh, what do you call it a testosterone society and what it means and like he he's he's making the transition, but at the same time he doesn't want to be that uh, like that representation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was really good, man. I was like, whew. It was intense. Yeah. Where is um, this show? Did he do it? This was like a live show. So he's like a, yeah, it was like a live show, and he's gonna he's gonna do another one now. But that was at the uh, LGBTQ center in mm. Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. But mm. I think he tours. He's touring with it now, and he's been to Toronto and all mm. over just doing this. And I was like, I was so proud of it because it's like your friend. Like I was, it was my, it's my friend, and I was like a groupie at the same time after yeah. the show. Like, mm-hmm. You were really good. <laughs> He's like, get out of here, dude. (laughs) I love it. I was. So I love that I was seeing friends though, like that, like where you're like, I know you personally, but also like I'm a fan of you. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's always so yeah, nice. and it's so weird to feel that I was like, "Wow, I'm so proud!" Yeah. Like, I'm so proud. So I, I was like standing next to him at the end when he's like me greeting the thing, and and I'm like standing next to him, like, "Hey, it's my friend." <laughs> <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> I think that's like a real. Um, I was talking with this comedian in Toronto who was just starting comedy, and he um, was transitioning as well, and talking about how he wants to talk about transitioning, but also wants to address toxic masculinity and like his struggle Mm -hmm. in trying to find how to act masculine, but then actually learning how to be just a man and what that means to him versus trying to act masculine and how sometimes it's like you overshoot it and it turns into this really like detrimental and harmful thing for everybody and yourself. And it was so funny because he was like, you know, and he was going off and being like, and I want to make sure that like people don't disrespect trans people and they understand and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah. And then he said something like, but you know, like, I want to get that pussy too. And I was laughing so hard. I was like, this is your comedy show. Like, you want to like, right, right, right. It. like nobody else can have that experience, but you in this moment. And then, yeah. but he, you know, he was like, but I'm trying to get that pussy. Like it was so <laughs> perfect balance of like trying. Yeah, it was great. It was so great. I'm excited for him to perform. Um, it's like multifaceted conundrum yeah which is just it's totally like i think when we're all trying to like if i get an an audition and it's like be a sexy woman i'm like i have this very one-dimensional idea of what sexy is sometimes when i'm trying Mm -hmm. to act sexy and it's like Mm -hmm. i'm sure for people who are trying to you know whether it's acting or whatever you're shifting into this role and you think of it as one way but like if you're sexy, you, there's many layers of that thing. And I mean, this is not at all the same thing as transitioning, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, like this idea of like, what is my idea of this X, Y, and Z, 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 whatever, I'm Canadian. Um, what is my idea of this and how do I act at that versus how, what does it mean to me and how can I be that thing? Mm. Yeah, it was such an interesting yeah, talk. I feel like there's like a lot of things, yeah, that we have to sometimes, I think we're now kind of opening up to that where it's like you know toxic masculinity the patriarchy capitalism consumerism it's all stuff that we're like oh my god this is like so ingrained in me that it feels real you know what i mean like i have to like unlearn this stuff because this is not true yeah like yeah Yeah. and it's all coming at you so fast too like it's almost like all right let's we don't have time let's do the highlights let's get back (laughs) it's like the end of a course where you're like all right let's go through the the the, yeah highlights But speaking of sexy, like, I don't know if uh, it's weird. Like, as a guy, you never, you never, you don't know how to act sexy. If someone gave me a scene and said, act sexy, I wouldn't even know. I don't even know how I get laid. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I I just, I just kind of get the, sometimes I fall into it where the girl goes, okay, so, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'll probably just spend the night. I was like, huh? And then I, then it, like, it's like later on, like, I was like, wait, I might be getting some. I love the like the very assertive women that you go home with, like someone who says to you, "I might just spend the night at your house," and you're like, "Oh, yeah. okay." You like- know what? <laughs> I think I would get laid more. I think women have to be assertive with me because I'm so dumb. <laughs> so I think that think that way though. Yeah, I think I just kind of. I think they kind of like because sometimes later, like my girlfriends and this was like, "Oh, it took you forever." Like I'm asking them out, thinking, "Well, I hope she's interested." They're like, "Yeah, about time." That's usually the attitude, <laughs> like. I mean, I guess that's the better side to err on than to be like, oh, she's yeah, interested. She's she's every, yeah. She wants to have yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, but then you miss opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, you got to find the balance. Yeah. yeah. 
I think they're like asking more questions. Like we're talking about the connection and being honest. Like it's like, hey, mm-hmm. if someone just came up to me and was like, hey, I like you. I'd like to go home with you. I'd be able to be like, huh, now I'm informed as to what's happening. Mm-hmm. I can now decide yeah. if mm-hmm. I'd like to or not. You know, and, and then you call the cops. <laughs> yeah. Like nine one. We're no. the last anyone to see. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just so vulnerable and we're yeah. you know, we're very afraid of being like, I like you, and then you being like, I despise you, never talk to me again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or how people can't even yeah. say like, actually I don't like you back. Because they're like, Yeah, 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 I totally like yeah, you. And then totally. they just run away yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. But oh, yeah. yeah, it's uh it's a beautiful gift to have honesty received. Int- intimacy intimacy atrophy maybe we all have like we're just not used to that being that intimate Ooh. write it down <laughs> intimacy atrophy atrophy hello connection erection <laughs> and intimacy after oh my gosh we need a third one this thing happens in three yeah, we well let's what's your mantra here we go yeah. let's move right into the mantra because we had so many good ones Wait, already but i had so many though i know the, which the, one i mean the, we can do as many as you want until you have to go you're the limiting factor here bro. oh no wait what, what's <laughs> Well, my, my, well, you have a kid. Yeah, I do. And so I always think about the, because I told my mom this, the Cahill Gibran quote, your children are not your children. They, they, uh, they come through you, but they're, they're not you. Yeah. They're Mm -hmm. a part of you, but they're, 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 what what it goes, they're gifted to tomorrow. I don't know. I can now mess it up, <laughs> but I always love. It's like a whole. It's, it's a, but your children are not your children. They they come through you, uh, but they're they're they are not you, you know. Mm-hmm. And their their life's their life's yearning to belong. They're yes. like you sort of. They're like a port. You're like a porthole and a, a port, porthole. Por- portal. Por- portal. <laughs> portal. <laughs> you're at the port. You're just a hole. Yeah. <laughs> I got old Trinidadian. You're like a porthole. Yeah. <laughs> when I say portal, I mean porthole. <laughs> Every now and then, like, like I'll say something, and it sounds like my Trinidad. How I would say it in Trinidad. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like fear facts. I was saying, like, <laughs> my friend was like, huh? Isn't um, it fear facts? Anyway. I, uh, anyway, no. I love that though, because I think yeah. I think it's like if you're it's it's relevant if you have a kid, but it's also relevant because we're all children of right. of people and like this idea that there's this pressure to be something or to do something and it's like you're just really a full like a flower that's unfolding and like your parents exactly. are there to like garden you and not to like unfold your flaps or like make them higher or better right. or a different color yeah. right it's it's hard to remember that though as the kid and sometimes as the parent i think too and to try to you always you pressure to follow your um some legacy of what your parents did or who yeah. they were or trying to live up you know well you're a you know you're a lewis so you know what we do you know we're all lawyers in this family or that kind mm-hmm. of stuff and it's like and you're like i'll play a lawyer on tv how's that <laughs> your honor <laughs> I feel, yeah, I think uh, it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier about like how you fit into your family, but uh, yeah, just like letting people go on their own path and not, I, I think that there's parents do it because they want to keep people safe, but I think it also ends up hindering them because they're letting, they're not letting them flourish in their own path, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. which is why also why, I don't know why this is coming to mind, but like, I just can't understand people that don't accept their LGBTQ plus children like i don't mm. understand that 
like, think for you like, to like have such love but not approve their choices to the point where you like kick them out. I know I it's sort of it's one of my friends. He talks about his his like love for his parents, but they were very very religious growing up. And when he came out, they basically like disowned him. And he's so mature and loving about it. And I was like, sometimes I just like get so emotional thinking about that. I think maybe because I have a kid too, but I was just like, how horrible it would feel as a kid that like the people who made you are like, we, we don't want you, Yeah, you know, and how horrible yeah. that would feel. Mm-hmm. And then speaking back to like the creating, finding your family outside of your family, like mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. went and found all these amazing people who he could connect with. And I'm like, this, you know, this time in history is a beautiful time in certain ways because everyone can be connected. Like I can't imagine what that would be like in like 1930 where there was right. no internet or, you know, you're like, you, how would you find other people who were like you when your, your community or your family or your church or whatever it is kicks you out? So, um, but yeah. And how unsafe beautiful. it is even, even to try to figure out. Yeah. To even open up to yeah. someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. Once but, I told my parents, I was like, because I mean, I've, you know, I I was attributed, I'm like, I was a soccer player in university. We all ha- had um, same sex relationships. It's just part of the deal, you know? But like, I told my parents, I was like, I said to them, I'm like, I think I'm, I'm like gay. And they're like, okay, why are you telling us this? We don't care what you do. And I was you like. You hungry? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's they're great. Like, literally, they're like, uh-huh, moving on. And I was like, oh. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know if I'm gay. And they're like, we don't, we still don't care. I was like, yeah. I was like, okay. I think I'm just, you know, and they're like, look, can we stop talking about this? Like, we'd rather not talk about any sex stuff with you and you just do you. <laughs> and like, that's fine. We'll love whoever you bring home. It's great. And I was like, damn it. I wanted some more juice in this related this conversation. Right, right. <laughs> you like, so you want to slam the door. Accept me for who I am. Yeah. God damn it. Like, we already are, you yeah. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so much love. My, uh, can I say my uh, other mantra? African, mm-hmm. yeah. an African proverb that I, 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 there was like a, I still don't know who this guy is. I was at a coffee shop and there was a Japanese um, reporter interviewing this Nigerian singer. And I think the guy was famous. I don't, but the way she was at going on about him, oh, you mean, you, you, so, and I was, and I was eavesdropping. <laughs> And he was talking about his, uh, his, I think, I don't know, his house, house, yeah. his, you know, his, his, uh, his tribe. And he was saying, and he said, well, you know, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, that song was based on a house saying, or my tribe saying, and it was like, character is, is true beauty. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Character yeah. is true beauty. And I just, it stuck in my head. I just meant like, wow, that's so cool. Character is, yeah. the, is the true beauty. Yeah. And I was I like, I, I was going to say, I just, I feel like, um, I think especially in LA, sometimes you can get caught up with like your exactly. beauty, like whatever surface level. And also what gives you meaning? Like you're like, Oh, mm-hmm. how many like followers do I have or whatever mm-hmm. superficial right, stuff. And right. I just feel like we do kind of lose track of appreciating people's characters. And that's such a good like touchstone. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. It's something that stuck. It sticks with you. And cause it's kind of like, it's like a way to see the world that you uh, you're sort of convinced to not do because we're we're so. Uh, I mean, not that appearance isn't part of who we are, but it, we make it like the we make it one. all of who we are yeah. so much sometimes, mm-hmm. and it's like, and it's amazing to like. And I think about the people that you have in your lives, and after like you may have like a first judgment about them, like, oh, you're Canadian. Ugh. <laughs> 
exactly. I feel that. And then you get to way. know Aisha. And, you know. and then you're like, oh, she's not as bad as I thought she should be. Yeah. Uh, once you no. stop drinking all that maple syrup, we can get <laughs> move on. Like, hey, hey, we get it. Uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah. it makes me think about the people who, like, I mean, so it's like superficial but deep, right? But the people whose social media accounts I like mm. following the most aren't necessarily like the most physically beautiful people. Like that's not at all the judgment. It's like the people who have the most interesting or funny or deep or loving things to say is those are the ones that I actually check in on and love yeah. to see because it mm-hmm. enriches my life. You know, it's like mm-hmm. that. that's the thing. And there's something yeah. about like, I don't know. I'm like thinking back even to the people who I've found sexy. If you look back at like this lineup of men and women that I have found sexy, there's no rhyme or reason until you go into the personality and you're like, oh, because mm-hmm. they're like, they don't give a shit. They're confident. They're doing their thing. They're honest. Like those are the things mm-hmm. where I'm like, ooh, totally. yeah. shoot, baby. You know, it's really gets you going. So was that too much information? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, no. Like, you just Also, if there's like a hot guy, like immediately – my boner is like, if it's like no personality, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. It's just not um, not sustainable. And it's it works the opposite too, where you're like, you're probably not even paying attention to this person until you, you get a gist of their personality. Yeah, or, exactly. Which is why online like, oh. dating is so hard. As a single person, it's so hard to online yeah, date for that reason. I still, you don't get their vibe. Mm-mm. It sounds like I'm such a, being like, in, if you're married and you're doing it, it's easier. But as a single person, it's hard. <laughs> Yeah. Piece of cake if you're married. Yeah. You're just going you're for some outside pieces. Alluring, yeah. you know? <laughs> it's true. Actually, I think that Josh used to tell me the story of like his his grandmother would go to conferences and like the single ladies would ask to borrow her wedding ring because if you have a wedding ring, then more people would hit on you. Yeah. Because it's like this, like, well, they're not, there's not going to be any drama there. They don't want to like tell, you know what I mean? And I was like, damn. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So even back in the day, that was the play, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> Raw, like he just starts putting on a wedding ring right now. Huh. No. Yeah, but how do you, you're so beautiful, like just with the ring on. That's <laughs> you know, oh, For nice men, day. I think it's like if you had a ring on and you were holding a baby and you had a puppy and oh you were my giving God. a woman a compliment. Girls would be like, yeah. Take your clothes off. But then you got to find someone to hold a baby. Yeah, or... you're like, hey, come on, man. I got a short window here. Before. Put this puppy down. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, well, this, was, this has been an absolute delight. Sral, we love you so much. Um, thank you for being our guest. If you have not checked out Rawl before, please do so at Rawl TV. That's R-A-W-L-E-T-V. And also, you uh, have your own podcast called Stop, Drop, and Rawl. Oh, Bella. yeah. I got to get you guys on there. Yeah. I just started it on a – I don't know if I you – guys, you guys' podcast seem a little more serious and organized. <laughs> <laughs> Really? <laughs> I just started doing it because it's fun, and, and I'm and I'm. I feel like I'm intellectually curious, so I have like a like a cornucopia of different types of people, like cops. I interviewed the cops so far, wow. an old yeah. woman because I was fascinated about who she was, and um, yeah. And then I have a friend. My friend was abused, who was uh, had an abusive relationship, and somehow we made it funny. I don't know how that. I <laughs> I listened to that one or most of it anyway. And yeah, it was, it was very good. 
Yeah, and it's like, uh, but I just love finding out stuff about people and their stories and uh, who they really are. It's not so much like a showbiz one. People were expecting me to do like a comedian one. Yeah. But I just think because I'm, I'm around so many showbiz people, I feel like, oh, wait, other people are interesting to, totally, to yeah. you know, there's other stuff <laughs> going on in the world. <laughs> I feel like that's such a refreshing quality to be curious like i think that some people steamroll past that and are just like now my turn to talk yeah um so that's such a mm. and also like there's a quote that it's like replace judgment with curiosity which i mm. really um i don't know i feel like that would yeah i like that is quote. that a sophia <laughs> zolan original <laughs> no, no i say um. really inspirational things like sometimes there's something for somebody that's my, <laughs> that's my quote Mine is more bubbly. <laughs> love it. Um, cool. um, well, thank thank you. you, guys. I love you guys. Yeah. You guys are great. This is great. Thank you. Awesome. And well. um, thank all of our listeners for listening to the Shout Out Show. And if you love us as much as we love you, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And also remember that if you keep a green branch in your heart, perhaps a singing bird will come. Thanks so much. We'll see you next uh-huh. episode. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hi there, it's me, Aisha Alpha, the co-host of the Shout Out Show podcast that you just listened to. And after we recorded this amazing episode, the team at Kiki Cream heard we love them and wanted to share their black love back with you. So they're offering all fans of the Shout Out Show podcast 20% off their product. That's right, 20%. All you've got to do is type in the code ALPHA20, that's my last name, ALPHA, A-L-F-A, not P-H, and the number 20, and enjoy all of this natural body butter for yourself. So head over to kikicream.com, type in that code, and start body buttering it up. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm, yum, yum, yum.